Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Derek Sassman. Of course, I have the Disney dentist, Dr. Doug, with me. And Doug, it is late at night again, and we are both tired. Uh, why is that? Well, we both are needing a vacation from our vacations, Derek. That's right. We, uh, If you haven't been following us along in previous podcasts, if this is your first episode, Doug and I both just got back from separate family vacations, and we're going to talk about his side this week, my side next week. Uh, but I think we're both really tired. Uh, we're, I, I know we're both the type of people that uh, we vacation hard and uh, we try to pack in as much as possible. Vacation is not about relaxing for us. It's about doing as much as possible. So uh, well, that yeah. probably be good, safe to say for both of our families. So I know you flew back a couple days ago. I flew back, uh, well, theoretically today if you're looking at timing, yeah. um, but uh, in the middle of the night. And so, uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about the, your trip this week and talk about uh, my trip next week. Uh, but first, I want to give a shout out to something we both did while we were on vacation, and that is we bought Star Wars Rogue One tickets. They are on sale, yeah. pre, pre-sale all over the country. So hopefully, listeners, uh, you guys have went ahead and bought your tickets for opening night. Uh, Doug, you got yours? Yeah, I'm going uh, Thursday night, going to see it on the, the biggest screen in my area and uh, in 3D. So. Oh, wow. I'm We are going Friday night, um, and we're going to try to, uh, and then we're going to try and do the podcast either Friday night or Saturday morning, our Star Wars special, and release that to you guys right away, and we'll talk about kind of some of the things we saw at the parks that will be coming in, Star Wars, and then finish with a Rogue One review. Yeah, I... Star Wars, it's, you know, the excitement's building. Um, I don't feel the same excitement from other people for this film as I did Episode 7. I hope it gets there, though, because I think it's going to be an amazing movie and everybody's going to really enjoy it. I really hope so. And the one thing I really noticed this last trip to uh, Disneyland was there is Star Wars merchandise everywhere. And I'm sure you saw it on the cruise and at all the parks. Uh, so let's dive right into your trip and, uh, remember hold all those Star Wars spoilers, uh, till in two weeks, but, uh, you did take some pictures. I did. And then I was really excited. Uh, nothing, I couldn't see anything. So, uh, we'll talk more about that, but yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm so excited. I just want to jump into that show, but we got to talk about your trip for our listeners who've been, uh, paying along to the McKnight, uh, family, uh, crazy I, I, that's that's pretty much how I can sum up your trip. Mm-hmm. It's just pure craziness. You're in, it seemed like, 20 different hotels. What I love is you update Twitter constantly. Your wife updates uh, Facebook. And so and you're texting me. And, and so I get kind of a good uh, you know oversight of what your trip looks like. So I'm excited to hear more about it tonight. But wow, when you guys do Disney, you do Disney all out. 
hundred. It's like a hundred percent all in. Well, we're trying to experience a lot of different things so we can give our opinion and feedback to people. Um, that way, Michelle can help navigate her clients a little bit. So some of it's because of that, not just because of that's what we want to do, but uh, to help learn about it. So yeah, let's uh, start at the beginning, shall we? Well, you started off the trip, and we talked about this. If you haven't listened, uh, a couple weeks ago, Doug kind of gave his uh, preview trip uh, and kind of everything that they're planning on doing. Like any good Disney trip, it starts with a plan. And like any good Disney trip, plans usually fall through, and sometimes chaos happens. But hopefully, Doug, a lot of your plans uh, seem to work out uh, with uh, trips and everything. And so you went down and started off uh, with the cruise. We did. We started with the Disney Magic out of uh, Miami. We flew into Fort Lauderdale. The flights went good. There was nine of us on that flight. Um, no big problems. My son complained about my grandfather ordering tomato juice to drink. That was probably the biggest hiccup. Uh, we were reminded that Claire, our seven-year-old, is the worst traveler in the family as she refuses to eat or chew anything as the plane takes off or lands and then whines about her ears. So if anybody wants a seven-year-old girl to uh, go on flights with her, um, please take her because we're tired of her. But uh, flights went good, uh, waited a few minutes for our shuttle. We, we flew into Fort Lauderdale, but we we're staying in downtown Miami. So we had about a probably a 35, 40-minute shuttle ride, which wasn't too bad. Um, it was raining. That was the only rain we saw the entire trip um, was in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. And as soon as you stepped off the plane into that jetway, um, man, you felt the humidity. And Samantha goes, well, there goes my hair because it just it was frizzy. So um, stayed in the Holiday Inn in uh, Port of Miami and a uh, short little shuttle ride to the ship. And we were in the port waiting to board the Magic. It was pretty seamless. 14 of us in total, and not too many problems. Uh, that happened by plan. Uh, got on the ship as planned, no big hiccups, and started exploring the ship. Um, we were on the Magic for the first time, and it's different. Uh, we've been on the Fantasy twice and the Dream twice, so kind of used to how the layout of the Dream and the Fantasy are, and so it was kind of weird being on a different ship and things in different places, things named differently. Um, I, it, it was a little, like, the first time you saw it, it was a lot like the first time I saw uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle. I was like, uh, that's, that's it. The first time we saw the ship, my brother-in-law goes, uh, where's the rest of the ship? Yeah, that it, was is, it is one of the smaller two is, ships. It's like, uh, and, you know, it didn't help that anything else parked nearby was gigantic. So, uh, but we had a fun day on the cruise ship that first day, exploring, went to the buffet. Um, I made an ice cream sandwich. Uh, my kids broke the seal on the hand-scooped ice cream on the cruise ship. So Alden felt like that was, you know, pro tip, be the first to get ice cream. Wow, that's we pretty, that's, that's, there you go. I, I can't eat ice cream, so that won't be one. I'll have to put that with uh, my wife and kids, so... Um, and I know what the first night is the pirate party. No, that's oh. later on in the trip. Oh the man, I need cruise. Okay, man, there, there. I did. Okay. I, okay, when I follow along on your guys' social media, it's so it's a blur almost. So I don't know always what's okay. going on. So well, I Look. guess walk me through what was, what's the first night when you were after the mustard drill, of course. 
first night we were at, uh, well, we went to the Adventures Away party. It's called the Sailing Away party on the Dream and the Fantasy, but it Adventures Away on the Magic. Um, it does not have a song that gets stuck in your head for the rest of the trip. The Sailing Away party, my kids sing that song for the rest of the, uh, even now. Uh, Adventures Away does not quite stick in your head. So that was, the kids downgraded the magic right there. Uh, they loved the kids club when we explored it. They uh, really liked that. The Marvel Academy, Andy's Room, big hits with the kids. Um, Samantha checked out Edge. She's 11, um, but she never actually went to Edge. She's an 11-year-old, which means they're all weird, and um, that's a whole room full of weird kids right there, that tween club. But um, that first night, we had Lumiere's. You don't know your dining rotation until you get your Key to the World card. And it spells it out for you. So we went to Lumiere's the first night. That's the French cuisine. Alden got the uh, the uh, escargot, or as he was saying, the escargot. He he was trying to say it with a really good French accent a few times, and it was not working. But uh, he ate the first one, and he's like, mm-hmm, yep, I love escargot. A- ate another one. It's kind of like, yep, I'm still eating it, and then kind of poked at a third one. And I think my sister uh, had a few of his because she was sitting next to him that night. But he was all big about how he was going to eat steak and escargot. And, yeah, he, he ate a couple of the escargot and then kind of turned his nose up at it. But he got a steak just about every night of some sort. And these servers would come and cut his steak up for him. And he enjoyed the, the service a little more than a nine-year-old should. Um, well, that's a Nebraska I, boy for you. Yeah. Ste- I don't know what anybody else ate. But between the 14 of us, um, we were all at one table. The biggest table they have on the Magic is for 14, so it was kind of nice. We did not have 15. We would have been split up, which would have been all right. The tables are close together, but and you can't talk to everybody at a table of 14 anyway. But uh, the kids had fun at dinner. Um, and then when we went to the show that night. It's a Cinderella. It's like a twist on the Cinderella tale. It's all kinds of weird. Um, Michelle and I were kind of like, eh. Uh, the rest of our traveling party thought it was great. Um, my brother did not give it two thumbs up. He's a big Broadway guy. Um, you know, watches Tony Awards can name everybody. He's kind of, he was unimpressed by that one. Um, as Michelle and I were, um, then the next day we were in Nassau. So we woke up in Nassau. Uh, we hopped off the ship and went to the pirate museum. We had never been there before. Uh, it's worth a stop if, you're looking for something to do with kind of that elementary school, middle-aged school kids. Don't want to drop the dollars on going to Atlantis, but still want to get off the ship. Um, it's a short walk, easy walk over there. Um, good dioramas, uh, actual ship set up. It was Blackbeard's ship that they have a replica of. Um, the diorama that got the biggest reviews was the one of them sawing somebody's arm off. So that was the highlight. Graphic. Uh, yeah, extremely. Blood and everything. Um, then we basically got back on the ship and swam, did the aqua dunk. Um, I, I can see why they didn't put the aqua dunk on the Wonder, Derek. I can, I can kind of see why. It's intense. You know, you get in this little tube, you stand on this floor, and they count down, and the floor just drops out. And, you know, while you're standing there the first time, you're going to be honest, your heart's racing. So, well, I'm surprised you would ride that. I know you're you're not a big uh, rides guy. You won't even do Expedition Everest, but yet you'll do uh, the slide rides. I will. I so I don't mind the thrill part of it at all. 
Um, it's just the motion sickness part. So that slide was over like maybe two seconds, three seconds, and you're done. You got your wedgie, you get out type of thing. Um, the kids loved it. I wasn't sure what Samantha and Alden would think of it. And they loved it. Claire chickened out. She never did it, um, which is why I think it, it doesn't work. The line was never real long. Um, I don't know that any of my relatives did it either. Like They talked about it, but I don't think they actually pulled the trigger on it. Um, now, the twist and spout slide, that one's long. That one has a nice long line, a lot of kids doing it. Um, way better than the Mickey slide on the Dream and the Fantasy. Uh, but adults can do it as well, where the Mickey slide, kids can only do it. So the line stays short for the kids. They can just do that Mickey slide over and over and over, where the twist and spout, it was a lot of steps. It's up in the functioning funnel, so you kind of get some exhaust, which was different. But uh, that was fun. We did those on that day at Nassau. Uh, when most people were off the ship, and then it was pirate night, and we're all ready for pirate night. Uh, it was a good pirate night. Met lots of characters. Saw the fireworks. Um, the pirate dinner. The and we were in Lumineers again, but it was a different menu. It was the pirate meal, which they just recently upgraded. Um, so a lot of different choices than previous pirate nights. Uh, it was good, regular old pirate night, and then we had a. What was a magician was our our entertainment that evening in the theater, and uh, he was pretty good. He uh, made somebody levitate. Oh, but it wasn't me. I don't know how he did it. I'm sure there's. I'm really certain he did Smoke not make float. But you know, he puts a hoop around it. They you know they do everything to prove to you that they're floating. Um, well, if you can make people just float, I'm pretty sure you'd use that skill for more than on stage. Like, you'd make other stuff float, right? Kind of like you'd be like Yoda. Yeah, I, you could I, be a Jedi. I wouldn't limit it just to that. But uh, so the kids really loved the magician. Um, then the next day was our day at sea. I love days at sea. That's what I like the most about cruising. I think is the day at sea. Um, start out with breakfast in our room uh, with the room service because the line at Cabana's the day before was long. and The kids like eating in bed and that sort of stuff. I think there was chocolate donuts smeared all over one of the sheets. Good times. Um, then we did a, it was a Christmas cruise. So there's some random Christmas stuff thrown in and uh, we did a gingerbread house making. So one of the chefs taught us how to make a gingerbread house and ours looked pretty good. I thought, I thought we did a good job. Um, most people took their gingerbread house with them, and we were kind of like, what, what are we going to do with it? Yeah, you're and, going to all the parks. It's going to melt. Yeah, you can't take it off the ship because you can't take open food off a ship because of customs. Oh, yeah. You can't take it with you. Um, so gotta, I think gotta we're going to eat it. And, you know, the frosting that they're using, you had a taste because your fingers get messy. It's not tasty frosting. It's construction paste, basically. And the gingerbread was like rock hard. So we, we left ours. We're like, you guys can have this. So, And then uh, met Anna and Elsa, Princess Gathering. We were all wearing our Tangled shirts that day because it was the Tangled show, the Tangled the Musical. And on a sea day on the Magic, they do a matinee showing of the show. So we went to that. And we sat in the front row. And that was different. We don't usually go to the front row. And that was fun. And 
Kids loved it. We got lots of compliments on our matching Tangled shirts, which also, by the way, matched our door decorations. Um, if you saw on Twitter or Facebook, we made like the floating lantern scene on our door. And there was several times we opened our door throughout the this cruise, and somebody was standing there taking a picture of our door. So that was kind of cool. And our stateroom host said it was the best door he'd ever seen. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Was there an award? Did you get a plaque? There's no award other than a pat on the back. He thought it was really cool. And and it fit the theme of the ship because Tangled is their main uh, musical. So that's why we chose to do it. Michelle loves Tangled. So, yeah, people took pictures of our door. A little weird when you open it and there's people standing there with their cameras. But, Feel so like a celebrity a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I mean, Paparazzi just one notch, right there. One notch below Neil Patrick. I mean, come Harris. on, you're on your eye. You have your own, uh, you know, Pod Disney podcast that everyone listens to. You're, you're, I bet they recognize your voice all over the ship. Oh, yeah, just everybody turning. Who was that? I know that voice. No, it did not happen, Derek. But uh, I did have a rope drop radio magnet on there. So everybody that took a picture of the tangled door now has a picture with a rope drop radio on it. So welcome, listeners, that uh, took a picture of a door. And uh, thank you. But, uh, yeah, the musical was good. It was really good. And then um, we went to the Snuggly Duckling. They turned the sports bar into the bar from Tangled. And they do a little sing-along. They change bingo to thuggo, and you kind of sing and clap. And it's short and pretty quick, um, but it was fun. And then... uh, Dinner again. I think I did not mention dinner the night before. I don't know. We had dinner. Dinner was good every night. We ate at all the restaurants because that's how that works. And their servers were great. Uh, the kids really loved our servers. Um, but uh, yeah, good dinners, good shows. And then the last day came, which is always a little bittersweet. And that was Castaway. Mm-hmm. So at Castaway Key, we happened to have a cabana. And um, well, well, back my, up. There was something you did on you didn't do, but Michelle and I think your oldest did uh, the Castaway 5K. Oh yeah, they did the 5K. They're overachievers. Me and Claire and Alden just simply got off the ship and went to the cabana. Um, Michelle went and ran three miles and then came to the cabana. So she ran with Samantha. They they did pretty good. I think they did like 35 minutes or something like that. And the, it was pretty hot. It was already kind of warm. So um, it was good. And then they they were able to come to the cabana and change because there's a little changing curtain in the corner. And, um, after having the cabana, it's going to be really hard not to have a cabana. I'm going to say that. It was as awesome as um, led on to be. It was really good. Um, yeah, the cabana was good. Yeah, and they're hard it's, to get. We've talked about that before, the, so you were really lucky to be able I hate to get to, one. And I hate to talk too much about them because, man, on the dream and the fantasy, I don't know that we'll ever get one. But on the magic and the wonder, you have a lot better chance because it's a smaller ship, less people in Castaway. So, oh, it was a good cruise. Um, some of the things, yeah, I don't know that we liked the magic as much as the dream and the fantasy. Uh, it's still amazing, great ship. The water areas are better, but um, for us, I think Michelle really likes the fantasy the best now. Um, character meets, they didn't seem to have as many as the fantasy. That may also be partly because there's not as many people, you know, half as many people, half mm-hmm. as many activities. But uh, 
it just seemed like there was a lot more characters available on the fantasy and the dream in the past. Like there wasn't Tinkerbell on Pirate Night. That was a little disappointing. But uh, I well, mean, you never know. I mean, she's really yeah. small, flying around. She, she could have been there yeah. somewhere. That's uh, true. You have no yeah. idea. She could have landed on your shoulder. You would have no idea. Yep. But that was the cruise. The whole family had fun. Um, you know, the rest of the group went to Palo Brunch. I think they had a good time. Um, we didn't. We just kind of met characters and did other sea day activities. But, uh, the kids went to the kids club just a little bit. Claire was mad she didn't get to go more. But we're like, it's only four days. It's not seven. It's not three sea days like our last cruise. So Oh, I, I plan on sending my kids all day want down to the kids club. I know if they want to. That's it's tricky between family activities and yep. dinner and shows and it. You know, one person we were talking to, they're, you know, the thing they didn't like about it, they're like, it's just too overscheduled and there's too much schedule to this cruise. And they're like, you know, the really thing you only have to get to is dinner. Mm-hmm. And you don't really have to get to dinner. If you want to, you could order room service or go get a slice of pizza on the pool deck anytime you want. Like, you don't have to do anything. It, you know, one thing that, is obvious. We had a group of 14. None of us did the same thing. We it made it your own cruise. Like my dad went to a couple movies. My brother went and did other things, the, the um, alcohol tasting sessions and, you know, totally different stuff. Same cruise, totally different. So there's something for everybody as a group of 14 proved. Well, and hopefully that means one day that we'll be doing the rope drop radio cruise for, uh, our families and any of our listeners who want to join us. I'll be uh, definitely in the works, hopefully, in the next year yeah, or two. Absolutely. And now our cruise was over. And so. But your trip time. wasn't over. That's the Not best thing. Close. You got to. No. You, you took. Uh, you, being you guys, uh, decided to throw in a few resorts and just a few parks uh, on f- the back end. All right. So we had to. We were in Miami. That was a problem. Um, it's not too close to Orlando, but uh, so we went to the airport, rented a car, drove up to Orlando. It's about three and a half hours with an all turnpike, basically. There was one toll that was like 10 bucks. We were not ready for that. We have like dollars and quarters in our hands as we pull up and you hand them this ticket. Like you keep collecting tickets and they're like 11 <laughs> What? So, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, it. And we weren't ready for that. We did not do our research on how much the tolls were going to be. But uh, ran in the car, got up there. Um, our first night we were at Saratoga Springs. We had a two-bedroom booked. And it was through a travel agent rate. So the two bedrooms are actually cheaper than the one bedroom. Our main goal was just to have a washer and dryer. Um, so we got there so Michelle could throw in some laundry and do several loads of laundry. Um, they told us our room wasn't ready. And the lady's like, but you're really going to like why you're waiting. And we're like, well, we really want to go to our room. We really don't want to wait for anything, but okay. So we had to just kind of kill a couple hours. So we walked over to Disney Springs, and if you're at Saratoga Springs, one side of it is, I mean, literally mm-hmm. 500 feet from Disney Springs. It is awesome. You can just, you're right there. So we walked over, looked around a little bit. It's crazy how much that place has changed. Um, it's hard to call it downtown Disney now because it hardly recognizes it as downtown Disney. Other than the marketplace area, it's been revamped and it's awesome. 
Um, killed a little time. We met the Coca-Cola bear. Um, Claire was... Wow, well, I didn't sure even know Coca-Cola he was still around. There bear. Yeah, so they built a huge building, and you go up to the floor, one floor, and you can meet the bear, and Claire was concerned about meeting a bear, and then she walked in the room and realized, oh, it's not a real polar bear. Like, I think she stood in line thinking, we're going to have a picture with a polar bear. Like, You're at yeah, Disney, I, think, I mean, and now yeah. I'm uh, maybe she, she was all does she to, still believe that that's Mickey in the costume there? You know, I think at seven, a lot of times she does. Yeah, but she knows it's not, but she wants to, you know. Yeah, so that's why she was nervous. Then we went back, we got our room, and they text us our room number. We go to it, we open it, and we're like, what is this? This is not a two-bedroom. It was a grand villa. They upgraded us to a grand grand villa for five people. The place sleeps like twelve, and so each kid had their own room that night, and it had two floors. It was ridiculous. wow, that is amazing. What a what a so, huge blessing to be able to have, and it it was almost embarrassing to say out loud. Oh, we have the grand villa back at the resort waiting for us, but uh, the kids were bummed. We were only there one night. Um, it's insane. Like, I don't know. It's but they have trouble filling them at at Saratoga Springs and Old Key West and uh, some of the other properties because they're not by the parks, mm-hmm. you know. And but man, it was massive. It was fancy. Um, the washer and dryer were on the second floor, which was questionable. So we had to haul all our laundry up the steps to the uh, washer and dryer. But uh, other than that, it was. It was great. I watched a little football. We went back over to um, the Springs, and we ate at Blaze, which their pizzas are huge. We were thinking, my gosh, the kids could have shared one. And then before we knew it, the kids were done with their own pizzas. Oh, wow. They were, they were hungry. Yeah, and that's, they're and hung- that's the new pizza restaurant where they cook it yep. right there at like yeah, it's 90 seconds. Fast, yep. But in a wood-burning oven so i don't know it's it's like like 900 degrees in there something ridiculous but it was good it was like a new york style pizza it was it was good and uh then we walked back around we were going to stay on that side to watch the new drone show but we're like yeah let's just let's go back over because the speakers were actually for the show were right outside our door on saratoga springs side of the lake so we went back over and watched it from Saratoga Springs, that brand new drone show, and it was short and sweet. You live streamed it, so if you want to see it, yeah. it's on our it's on our it's Facebook on page. Facebook, go watch it. The Holiday Bright um, drone show, you know, for their first effort, I think it's good. I think they got a lot of room to to grow with the drone thing. It was interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you have? Real strong opinion of what you saw that night, Derek. Well, as as someone who does you know professional drone work, uh, I love drones and I love flying mine around and and doing aerial videography and stuff. So I am really interested um, to see what Disney does with it in the long term. Uh, like you said, it, it from what I could see from your camera angle, it it, it looked cool. You know, to keep my attention for a few minutes, but um, it it could do so many more more things. Uh, each one of those drones are pretty expensive, so to you're spending more money uh, instead of uh, you know doing a fireworks show and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, eventually the cost weighs itself out, but so we'll see what they do with it. And and I hear they're going to incorporate it into uh, a few of the other parks as well. 
Yeah, you know, I think they've already released some uh, sketches with Epcot, where mm-hmm. I think it fits really good with that. But I think they'll try to keep it over water, so it's not over people for a while. Well, it can't. It, there are laws with the uh, FAA yeah. that they cannot be over people. So yeah, that restricts it a little bit. But uh, I don't know. It was good. They need there's 300 drones. I think for it to that's a big space that lake that area of Disney mm-hmm. Springs. Um, for it to really feel fill that space, I think they need like 600 drones. You know, they need a lot more drones. But uh, for the first go around, it's cool. It's different. It was neat to be the premier night. We're staying yep. at balcony where I can see it. Um, the bad thing about getting upgraded to that grand villa was, had we had our two bedroom. We would have had two balconies up higher facing the lake. Mm. Instead, I had a lower side balcony behind a tree. So, yeah, the video is what it is. But, so that was that was Saratoga Springs. Next morning, we were out of there, loaded up the car, um, headed to Hollywood Studios. Well, we this is Rope Drop Radio, so let's kind of we've talked quite a bit about the park. So let's kind of. Uh, go through your days here, and um, so what was uh, Hollywood Studios was first on your list? Of course, you showed up probably what about a half an hour before rope drop. Oh, half an hour, oh, Derek. Okay. Come an on, hour. No, we were we were there f- an hour and fifteen minutes. Um, I, I love the picture. I mean, you guys the were there. We were there, and uh, we were late. Uh, we were behind about fifteen people at the turnstiles. And we were like, holy cow, hour and 15, and we're already this far back. So what I did is I picked the far left line that's next to where the people going to Hollywood and Vine breakfast, the plane dining is at, mm-hmm. because about 15 minutes before the park opens, all of a sudden they say, all right, it's open, like that line, and there's this mad rush of the people that know what they're doing just cram into that line. So then we moved up, we were about third in that line. Um in that mad chaos, I kind of like grabbed Alden by the neck and pushed Claire. And it was, you know, one of those parenting proud moments mm-hmm. where you drag your children. But, um, so that was our strategy. When you're late, go to the, that next to where they're letting the breakfast in. And then you can jump over that works at Hollywood studios and Epcot, um, and animal kingdom doesn't have anything to do with magic kingdom, but at those. So then we went, uh, to Toy Story and that craziness, and uh, yeah, Toy Story was fun as usual. And after that, we went over to Rock and Roller Coaster where we waited forty-five minutes. Oh, you didn't have a fast pass for that one? No, we had a fast pass later for um, Toy Story, but it was crazy. Normally, on a normal day at Disney, you go to Toy Story. You're one of the first fifteen twenty on. You're off and over to. Uh, rock and roller coaster maybe 15 20 minute wait max so it was obvious to us we were dealing with a different kind of crowd um we weren't really prepared for peak season we've never been there during peak season and that was our first like wake up call everyone i I feel like during peak season everyone just veers right to hit up a tower and rock and roller coaster yeah so there's more there's more unprepared people at the parks, so they do go to the big thrill attractions like Rock and Roller Coaster. It looks like something you should go to first if you kind of casually know the park. Toy Story is where you really should go, but you know they don't know that. So it 
it was just a lot more people than we were prepared for. And so we stood in line more. And uh, the kids aren't used to that. And we're said too bad, so sad. It's life. If you want to be here, that's what's going to happen. But then the rest of our day kind of went on as, as it normally would. Uh, we did our fast passes. And um, I believe we ate lunch at uh, Rizzo Pizza or Pizza Rizzo. And uh, it's the regular old uh, Disney pizza, which was a little disappointing. Yep. But when we get in line at a restaurant, we send Samantha and Claire to find us a table. And Samantha scoped out the whole restaurant because it's all new, right? And she ended up upstairs in the banquet hall. There's one little area. It looks like you maybe aren't supposed to go in it. But it's like a wedding reception is going on with the strobe lights and the music and it's decorated. So we were like the only people eating in there for a while. And like, good job, Samantha. Way to go. There's a You are training her well. Yeah. And uh took a picture. I think I tweeted the picture of the sign of whose whose wedding we were celebrating or something. So um that was kind of cool. And then after that we uh we went to a pharmacy to get an inhaler, because that's what you do when you're at Disney World. We still had our rental car. Um, got to stop at Walgreens and pick up a few other things. We stopped at Target um, on our way in the day before. I forgot to mention that to get breakfast for the week. And uh, then we went and checked into the Contemporary for four nights. Um, once we had checked in, I ran the car over by myself to the um, car care center and took the shuttle back to the Contemporary. And uh, we were settled in, and then we headed over to the Magic Kingdom uh, did a few things. I don't remember anything too particular. Just going like, holy cow, there's a lot of people. Went back to the Contemporary, um, filled up the old refillable mugs, and uh, watched Wishes from um, the stairs of the Contemporary. So we're on the sixth floor, so we went to the stairwell and watched Wishes. And then uh, the kids watched the uh, water pageant on the balcony. Michelle and I were asleep. So it's not very comforting that our children opened the balcony with the safety lock that's up high, went outside, watched it at 10.45 at night, and then went back to bed. So I don't know what kind of parents they have, but they had tired parents. Well, and I bet you had tired kids then, uh, you know, the next day, maybe. Well, you know, they got naps in in the car those first couple days. And so no more car. Um, that next morning we rope dropped at... Um, Magic Kingdom, the plan was to go to Space Mountain. However, the kids were like, Alden, I, Samantha, and Michelle were like on the rope down the middle of Main Street. So Michelle calls an audible, says, we're going to the mine train since we have this positioning. And I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to keep Claire alive in the chaos. As soon as the rope leaves, like when you're near the teacups, people start running. Like, it's not worth 15 seconds of being sooner on the ride to run around little children. I just want to say that. The most annoying thing that happens is the person that runs past you gets in line, and then the rest of their group says, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, once you're in line, mm, to yeah. catch up with one person. Enter with your whole party, please. I beg you. It's the polite thing to do. Um, anybody can send one person ahead. and uh, That was the most annoying thing, probably, the whole trip that drove me nuts that I like to complain about. Michelle usually says, be quiet, and then I'm not, but here I am. So we did mine train, and then uh, we did stuff after that, I think Speedway and some other things. So the park opened at 8 a.m. that day, extra early, and so you had a little more time with your rope drop and 
and we did our fast passes. I think it was Thunder Splash and um, some other things. It was a good good morning. Went back, took a nap, and then we went to Jingle Bell Jingle Bam that night for the dessert party over at the oh. studios. Yes, and so uh, which which you know for me, I know we talked about this in your show. It's hard. They're getting rid of Star Wars, one of the best fireworks show, and putting in Jingle Jam and. So what do you think between the two? Well, um, I haven't seen the newest version of the Star Wars show. I will say that I hear Star Wars music and I do get goosebumps, so it's not really a fair comparison at all. Um, John Williams has a special spell over me. But, uh, you know, it was a good show. It was um, entertaining. It was mostly projections. If you're thinking you're showing up for fireworks, you are mistaken. There's some fireworks. But I would not call it a fireworks show. Um, I'm glad we did the dessert party to save our space. Because I'm glad I didn't have to stand there for hours waiting to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, dessert party-wise, first time we ever did a dessert party, um, it's a little chaotic. They let you in and people are like scrambling everywhere and trying to like eat $60 worth of desserts. And you know, humanity's best comes out when you're trying to eat $60 of desserts. But... Uh, there's a bar with a few drinks that you can get and hot chocolate and uh, pop and all kinds of different things dessert-wise. The, the one bad thing is Claire does not like mint at all. She despises mint. She can't handle it. Um, almost every dessert was peppermint. Yeah. So it was just – I almost wish I said she had an allergy so that they were forced to make her something that she'd eat. Um, there was some chocolate ice cream that she had, and there was things. So she didn't. She didn't eat her sixty dollars worth for that. You didn't. Close. You didn't even get that ticket back um, on that one. None of us ate our sixty dollars worth of desserts. So I think you're paying for the space. You're paying for the spot to watch the fireworks without having to fight for them. Um, that's the big, the real thing you're paying for. The desserts were good, but not you. You'd have to have every alcoholic beverage. You'd have to have like three drinks. And then a fair number of desserts to get your money's worth if you're looking at like dollars and cents. The value is in the experience. Yep. Um, you got to meet Santa Goofy. Uh, you get a spot reserved for you. You kind of feel special when you're walking in it. I think the kids did anyway. I, I, it was good. We do a dessert party again. I think we just need to be aware of our daughter that does not eat mint before we book a Christmas. I, see, here's That's the thing. I agree. I agree with her. I don't like mint either. Uh, it was everything. No, uh, everything. so nope. I would not get my money's worth. Uh, I know, um, but I'm I'm that way. I will try and eat and drink as much as I can to at least get the the money's worth. And we'll talk about my trip and my uh, you know uh, dining experience with that next week. But yep, I understand. But I'm glad the show went well. Uh, the show was good. It, you know, it's not Star Wars, but it's good. It's still good. And uh, the desserts were good. I enjoyed them. I did not eat my sixty dollars worth, but. Um, I ate plenty. We did not eat dinner that night, basically, because we were. I mean, we ate the chicken waffle Star Wars at Backlot Express. Which at like I love those pictures, and now is I think uh, one of the must dos now on my next trip. Yeah, and it's good. They're nice and moist, and good chicken, and you all the syrup you want. Just smother it all together. It's wonderful, and uh, so that was our dinner at like three o'clock. Or three thirty or something. We we messed up. We skewed all our dining so we'd be hungry for dessert. And then poor Claire starved. But you know that's what happens when you're the youngest child. Yeah. So next 
That, so what was the next uh, rope drop that you did, the next uh, part? Next day, Animal Kingdom, we had an 810 Acker, not Acker, sorry, Tusker, Tusker House. house. Tusker, Tusker House. It had been since 2008 since we have eaten there. So it has been a while. Um, so it was good. It's, you know, it's the typical breakfast. You get your different egg varieties. Um, they had Krispy Kreme donut holes. Um, there was some something on a carving station. There's biscuits and gravy. Nothing that screamed, this is Africa. Uh, it was, you know, much like what you would find at any Disney breakfast buffet, food-wise. But you get to meet Mickey, Minnie, wait, no Minnie, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and Daisy. There we go. That's who you meet. And, and safari gear. So it's a little different. We told our um, waiter, like, we want to get out of here as soon as possible. So we paid for it, like, basically right after we got our drinks. Yep. We already paid, already did the tip, which is a little frightening when you tip the guy and then you're counting on him to refill your drinks. But he actually did come back and check on us. We were worried we wouldn't see him again. And then um, we saw our last character and we were, like, out the door. So um, we got to uh, the safari. We were on the second uh, truck. So we beat Rope Drop. We saw him coming as we were walking. So we got out the door before the Rope Drop crowd got there. So it worked out good. We pre-Rope Drop that. And then those Thanksgiving crowds bit us again. They had to wait 40 minutes at Everest after Ugh. the safari. Yeah. So I just yep. kind of found a nice, cool spot in the shade to sit and wait I kept moving because I wanted to find a quiet spot that also had Wi-Fi because I thought I'd do like a live stream. I was looking for a spot. Every time I found a quiet spot where you could have possibly heard me, um, there was no Wi-Fi. And then I find a spot with good Wi-Fi. There's screaming children every which way. So um, Animal Kingdom, not the place for quiet Wi-Fi, at least not during Thanksgiving. Um, and then after that, they did Everest. We met Mickey and Minnie. And we got a picture of Tree of Life. And then in the preview show, I don't know if anybody listened to it, but I said, I don't think we'll do four parks in one day. Well, my wife listened and heard that. Took that as challenge accepted. So that was the day. So they got on a bus. Wait, wait. Before you go on, I posted, yeah. I want to know something about Animal Kingdom since you're just uh -huh. there. They just posted, and I put it on Rogue Drops uh, Facebook page, that Avatar is now official, a go. Uh, and, and so how, how did that look? It's we always huge. make, we always make fun of it on the Gigantic. show. I saw, I saw a picture that you posted, but, uh, the picture doesn't do it justice. It's huge. The show building for what I think is the Soren ride is huge, gigantic. And then you got floating mountains, which is just bizarre looking, you know, from the parking lot. So I can't imagine what it's going to be like once it's open. It's going to be awesome. Oh, man. Well, I'm excited. I had to, I had to get that awesome. question in. Yeah, good, good uh, question, Yep. Eric. So uh, yeah, I know it's, we always joke around about it, but it looks like it's actually going to happen and uh, in so our lifetime. My picture of it came from when I got on a bus to go back to the Contemporary um, because I had grabbed a whole stack of maps, and I didn't want to carry those around all day because we grab a few extra maps to bring back to send to Michelle's clients. So um, I had the maps. And uh, they got on the bus, went to Hollywood Studios. When they got over, they waited a half hour for the bus. I was already at the Contemporary in our room with my feet up when they bus when they got on a bus. So I had the bus karma. They did not. Um, I felt bad for them because it was pretty warm that day, but not too bad. So I took a little nap 
And then I went and met them at Hollywood Studios. Um, they had done Muppets without me. And then they met Kylo Ren again um, without me. And then we met uh, Mickey and Minnie and uh, took a picture and had a snack. Michelle made rules. She always got to make rules when we do something. So we had to meet Mickey and Minnie, or not Mickey. We had to meet a character. We had to eat something and take a picture with the icon, right? So we had a snack from Sweet Spells that that counted. Uh, Then we went over to Epcot where we had fast passes for the day. We did the Frozen Ever After ride. Which how uh, how was that? The big new e-ticket attraction for Epcot. It is an e-ticket. The line definitely says that. Um, they did not update the inner workings of Maelstrom. They are still using the old track and everything. New boats, but like when you're going up the little lift, it's like click, 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 click. I think 2016 you could have done something better Walt Disney Imagineering, but uh, it's my opinion. I think they tried uh, to just speed through that one. They just spit it out as fast as they could, I think, but... Um, the animatronics are awesome. Uh, the sh- it flows really well. It's good. It's well done. Um, you know, it's just as short as Maelstrom was, though. It's the exact same track. Um, so if I waited 90 minutes, I'd feel a little like that's it. That- mm. That's all I got. But with a fast pass, yeah, it's not bad. But if you rope drop it, it wouldn't be too bad either because they don't do fast passes until the afternoon or until 11. So the, the standby line does move fairly good in the morning. So don't be afraid to rope drop Frozen. Um, well, and if you have a sprinter in your family, you have them sprint all the way back, and they'll just hold, yeah, the, they'll hold just, the line. Yeah, they hold their hand up and, you know, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Now, if you did that, man, the distance you got to walk to get there, you'd have people just standing up the loading area. Oh, I'm waiting for my family. So um, it was good. I'm glad we did it. Um, but uh, we we weren't running back, and so that was uh, frozen. We had a few other fast passes. We made a couple others. I think we ended up making a fourth while we were there. Uh, met Mickey at Character Spot. Met Baymax. Did uh, test track. We waited in standby. At, no, we waited in standby in Soren. So we saw the new Soren, which is really good. A lot of CGI in there. Um, they, you know, in the last Soren, there's like the golf ball flew at you once. Yep. And man, there's a lot of stuff flying at you on this one. You fly through a lot of clouds and dust and things. Well, I'm, so I'm, I'm bummed. I would love to have this discussion with you. I Like I texted you, I was just watching yeah. my fast pass expire. My son fell asleep in the car or in the stroller and it's like, nope. Did, yeah. you, did you try to sweet talk your way on later though? No, I didn't. I, you didn't know, yeah, it just, we didn't get to that side of the park. We'll talk more about my trip, yeah. but I was okay. really hoping to ride Soren and, and then good. have a discussion with you about it. We got lucky. Um, we were in the dead center of it, um, which with these um, icons that are on there now, if you're sitting way off to the edge, they kind of are curved a mm-hmm. little bit on the curve stream. So for our very first viewing of it, it was dead center. And I think that helped us like it a little bit better. But we loved Soren. Um, and then after Soren, we hopped on the monorail and headed over to the Magic Kingdom, which was open until 2 a.m. Oh, wow. That day. So we had plenty of time. Um, but it was like 8 to 9 at night. Um, we had a, a fast pass for Jingle Cruise. So we got over there. We did that. We uh, met Rapunzel 
and Tiana. Um, stand by. We got a couple other fast passes. We watched Wishes from the Tangled Bathroom area. It's a different that, view. That is a really unique. Um, that's kind of a literally behind the scenes almost. It's uh, a good view of the big fireworks. They're like right, right over the bathroom. It kind of is neat looking until you remember it's a bathroom. Um, that's uh, you know. And then uh, we did a couple other things. I had my Dole Whip. Um, the kids got popcorn. And then we uh, we watched the uh, new projection show on the castle. It's it's good. It's a very good story. It's got more story than the last projection show. Not as many neat little tricks with the projection where it looks like the castle melting and turning and falling apart. Um, but it's still very good. Um, I streamed that. Or I tried to. People kept walking in front of us and talking. And it was as if nothing was happening. It was crazy what... The peak crowds, like they're very disrespectful to you know being quiet and watching. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, in your last, they don't know how to walk in a straight line either. I, I, oh, you know, I don't know that any time of year the people know that, but uh, it was bad. Like, if you watch, go back to Facebook and watch my stream of that um, show. Like the people that just walk right in front of us, you know, there's a little kid standing there trying to watch a show and they're just walking around. Mm-hmm. And they announce, you know, don't move, we're going to dim the lights, stand still. Yeah, let's walk right down Main Street in front of everybody. If you need to leave that bad, go through the shops yep. where nobody's watching, but or way off to the sidewalk where they're under the overhangs, nobody can watch from there. But that was that was one of the disappointing things. The kids liked the show. Claire didn't make it through it. She ended up leaving halfway. She was tired. No. It was four parks one day, and we started at till two a.m. Well, this was only ten forty-five. We, Still, we that's got really out. good. I, mean, I was yeah. I was disappointed that California Adventure closed at eight, pretty much, or eight thirty. Wow. Is like, so. Um, well, yeah. We didn't have those worries with peak crowds. Um, so then the next day was Thanksgiving. We rope dropped uh, Magic Kingdom. Uh, we got a lot accomplished uh, right off the rope drop. We did Thunder Splash. What was the and crowds like on Thanksgiving Day? That might have been the lowest crowds the the morning through the afternoon. Um, it took us a while to realize it, but those were definitely the lowest crowds. Um, we uh, we did a lot at Magic Kingdom before lunch. We had lunch at Liberty Tree, so we had our turkey and gravy and stuffing and all of that. It was great, um, great setting for Thanksgiving too. And then we did a couple more things, and then we went took a nap. Then we hopped over to the studios. We had a fast pass that somehow became available for Toy Story. I just kept. How do you do that? I don't know. I found a seven twenty Toy Story, so it was like yes. And so we had a five o'clock at Minnie's Hollywood and Vine Minnie's Dine Holiday, but I don't know what it's called. But they're in Christmas get up even on Thanksgiving. We're kind of hoping they'd break out the Thanksgiving garb just for the one day, but no. Um, so we ate there. Um, it was good buffet. Everything's what you expect. You get to meet Goofy, uh, Santa Goofy, right when you come in. Um, There's a really good use of a dining credit too, because it's like fifty bucks for an adult, and it's a one credit meal. So that was uh, a winning on the dining plan right there. And then we did our Toy Story, and the crowds were really rolling in for fireworks. Though you know, Thanksgiving is a really big movie night around the country. So I think a lot of the locals down there probably showed up for fireworks on Thanksgiving night. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could tell. It was, ge- it was getting hectic. And so we got back to our room and um, relaxed. 
little bit Thanksgiving evening. Um, watch the Huskers play some basketball, you know, typical stuff, right? So yeah. then that I, I don't really, when, when I'm at the parks, I don't really watch any TV, but, the, you know. We worked it in. We worked it in. The next day was Black Friday. We rope dropped um, Epcot. However, we had to pack up, and we left all our bags with the Bell Services, and then we had to ride a monorail and then a bus over to Epcot, and because the Epcot monorail was not running yet to get us there in time for rope drop, we still weren't there as early as we would like because monorail is not a fast form of transportation at all. Um, we should have Ubered straight from the Contemporary over to Epcot. In hindsight, we should have just spent the 10 bucks and did that, but uh, we did not. So, But it wasn't a big deal. We were far enough up in line. Uh, we got to test track. I think we were in the second or third design studio. People were crazy running around once the rope drops over there. After they, they walk you so far and then they go away, they should walk it all the way into the line. I don't know why they don't, but um, Claire ended up winning the design um, of her car. Beat Samantha Nalden, which is pretty hilarious because Claire's design was, I want to make the biggest truck I can. And uh, that's what she did. There you go. She won. Yep. And then the girls had lunch at Akers's, and Alden and I, we ended up over at 50's Primetime. So our fast passes that day were at Hollywood Studios. So Alden and I um, hightailed it over there. Um, after a stop at Club Cool, and Alden convinced like five people to drink the Beverly. Like he loves going in Club Cool and just saying, "Hey, have you tried the Beverly? Hey, you try the Beverly. It's pretty good. You should try the Beverly." Like he just he thinks he's the only one that knows it's awful, and like tries to convince people. And it turns out most people have no idea. And then they try it because some nine year old told them to. And it's hilarious. So um, yeah, we we went over to Fifties Prime Time. He kept putting his elbows on the table. He enjoyed getting yelled at, I think, a little more than he should have. But uh, it was a good uh, father-son meal. And then uh, the girls had their mother-daughter time, worked in there. And then we met back up and we used our fast passes over at Hollywood Studios. And then we went to the Grand Floridian to check in for the night. Um, so we had one night at Grand Floridian, um, got a room, and then we headed over to Ohana for dinner. Uh, watched a little bit of Black Friday football that was fairly black. That day, I won't mention anything there. No, I, I watched. Uh, I watched one series. That's all I watched of that game. All you needed. It's all you needed. It was unfortunate. We'll just leave it at that. And uh, Ohana was amazing as usual. The dessert, the best on property, banana bread pudding with Foster's something something something. Uh, yep, hands down the best. Uh, we try our best not to share with the children, but then like it. Unfortunately, so. And then um, the next day was our last day. Oh, after Ohana, we did go to the Magic Kingdom. We had a couple. Fa- we used a couple fast passes, and we rode over on the boat and came back on the boat. So it was a quick little trip in the Magic Kingdom. Um, Grand Floridian. The next day, we did the airline check-in right at the resort. Got rid of our big check bags. Took all our carry-ons to the Bell Services. Went into the park. Our flight wasn't until seven o'clock at night. So we did rope drop the Magic Kingdom. Um, Space Mountain, Buzz Lightyear, a whole bunch of stuff at Rope Drop. Uh, we had a good a good Rope Drop again, another 8 a.m. one. And uh, eventually we got tired. We ate lunch at uh, Be Our Guest. Um, 
it's it's really neat inside if you've never been. I love that restaurant. Yep. Definitely worth going. My kids not necessarily in love with the food there, but uh, that's their issue, not everybody else's. Um, but yeah, so that was our last lunch, and then uh, did a little shopping on Main Street and went back over to the Grand Floridian and hop on the Magical Express, and before you know it, we were at the airport sitting and waiting with everybody else on Thanksgiving weekend. Yep, that's in, and you guys didn't even get in until, what, 2 in the morning? Yeah, about 2 in the morning in Omaha. I still was wearing shorts, had to walk and get the car. It was a bit, it was brisk. I'll just say that. But, uh, yeah, we had great weather the whole trip, um, lots of naps in the afternoon. That's how we were able to go early every day. So don't think that we go from park opening to park closing every day. You just can't do that. Um, kids would break down, cry, lots of tears. Mm-hmm. One thing I can't handle is tantrums uh, when you're at the happiest place on earth. Oh, I totally forgot. So after the jingle bell, jingle bam, right? We're walking to the to the bus. We're hightailing it out of there. Want to beat the masses to the bus. We get almost to the bus, and Claire says she has to go to the bathroom. And it's like, can you hold it? No, I gotta go. There's no bathroom near a bus. Oh no! And then we were going back against the flow of traffic. That bathroom break probably cost us an hour in getting home because there was a bus that just pulled up. We would have been on it. Oh, when we had to wait through two buses and the bathroom. It's, it's yep. the kill. Yep. I, gotta, yeah. I'll, I'll share mine. I have a similar story that I'll share next week. But, uh, yeah, kids have to go to the bathroom at the worst times. Yeah, so that was great. Um, other than that, we did pretty good with buses and boats and no big snafus. It's just it was so crowded. We weren't really prepared for that mentally. Um, so we weren't able to, like, we've done trips where as soon as you're done with your fast passes, you book that next fast pass and it's available where peak season was like, well, we can get this one in four hours. And it was for like teacups. We're like, ah, do we do that? Yeah, I guess we do. Nope. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I love your text. You're, I'm not a peak season person. I am and, not. And I, I've done it. I, I went, uh, I went on new year's day, which I think was the, the busiest day. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom, the the year I went, and it's like you get three rides, and you're going to be touching someone the whole time you're there because there's that many people. Yeah, I you know Thanksgiving is not it, it's like the second level of peak season. Christmas and New Year's is a whole nother ball game compared to Thanksgiving. I can only imagine. And you know, out of all the resorts we stayed at, we definitely like the Contemporary the best. Oh, that's uh, good news because uh, that was that's you know we're doing that one uh, here in February. The we're we're just not Grand Floridian people. Um, it's a you know everybody fits at a different resort probably better. Like their personality, the makeup of their family. Like there's a home resort there for you somewhere. Um, I kind of feel like we're Contemporary or uh, Port Orleans, Riverside type of people between those two. Um, you know, the Grand Floridian, that lobby is awesome. It's different. In the evening, there's a band playing. The, during the day, there's a piano going. Um, the decorations are amazing. But, man, at night when I went to go refill our refillable mug, I was like the only person with a refillable mug. Everybody else is just looking for the bar 
you know, and they kept coming into the wrong place. And the poor girl refilling the mugs because they refill them for you there. Mm. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's the Grand Floridian, right? Um, I, I asked her if she's just tired of giving directions to the bar. And, you know, she's a Disney employee. So she did not say yes, but she laughed a little and was like, some nights are longer. It's like, yeah, it's a different crowd here. But yeah, there was a wet, constantly a wedding the whole time we were there. There's somebody in a wedding dress walking around, which um, the girls thought was pretty amazing. Well, I bet. I'm, I mean, that, that would be a wonderful place to get married. You're right. I don't know if we're Grand Floridian people, but it is uh, on our bucket list to, to stay there. So uh, always great to hear stories from it. It is expensive, though. I know you guys are lucky you get the uh, travel, the, uh, yeah. the, the discount uh, with Michelle yep. being a travel agent. So that's nice uh, to be able that's to check out some more of these resorts. You know, that could be Michelle's gift is uh, uh, figuring out what resort is your home resort. Yeah, she, you know, she likes to ask people like about them and, you know, because there's so many resorts and then she tries to kind of match them a little bit because, you know, she knows somebody. She's not going to stick them someplace she knows that they won't be happy. So Grand Floridian's great for some people, just just not for me. Um, I think Michelle would like to think she's Grand Floridian people. She'll probably get mad at me for saying that. But uh, we stayed at the Bellagio um back a few years in Las Vegas and it was kind of that same feel like we don't really fit in here but here we are so take us or leave us Vegas baby there you go yeah so that's the trip in a very large nutshell Derek well you guys amaze me with how much you can possibly uh, put into one trip not just with the cruise but all the park hopping uh, just navigating, knowing to get fast passes. Honestly, that's why I love talking to both you and Michelle with all my travel plans, and that's why we use uh, Michelle as a travel agent, just because she is great at helping you navigate. In fact, I just got the email yesterday, hey, time to start thinking fast passes. So uh, hearing your stories, I'm like, okay, now you know, rearranging some things in my mind maybe. Uh, but yeah, we planned out fast passes uh, for our next trip. And that's the great thing about every trip. You start planning your next trip. So, Doug, when's your next trip? Next trip um, for just Michelle and I is in uh, mid-January to Disneyland. We're doing the Star Wars Rebels, um, or the light side half marathon. So I will be doing the Rebel Challenge, which may kill me, but uh, we'll get to hear about it. So yes, the I, next one. I might have to just Skype you in right after that one. We can Skype in on your phone oh, and hear all about care. it. So that will I mean, be a questionable conversation. So well, that will awesome. be good. That's awesome. Well, see, and that and that's the fun thing. After every trip, you start planning the next one. So excited to hear, and we'll probably talk a lot more about Run Disney uh, with that trip as well, leading Absolutely. up to it and afterwards. So any any other uh, any other thing you want to share about your trip before we wrap it up? You know, I I know I'll think of a ton of little nuggets like the some of the things that happened like uh alden got to drive a car on his own for the first time on the speedway and i was warning him your foot's gonna get tired just switch feet or use both feet and i was behind him and sure enough eventually his car just stops like keep pushing it alden gotta keep pushing the pedal so fortunately it was like super early you know there's barely anybody on the speedway yet and samantha is just 
I think trying to give me whiplash by slamming the car back and forth the whole time. And Michelle looked like she needed a chiropractor afterwards with Claire's driving. So we did the speedway once. That was it. I love that ride. I can't wait to do it again. Uh, and, and this time, I'll, or five and a three year old instead of uh, four yes. and two. So it'll be good. it's great. Yeah. Yeah. He was really proud of driving on his own and really nervous about if he'd do a good enough job. I'm like, Dude, it's on a track. Yeah, you you're, you're, yeah, you can't really. I mean, if someone could, maybe he could. There you go. That'd be. Uh, but uh, the, yeah, you're on the track. You should be safe and sound. You hope. So, yeah. Perfect. So, well, there you go. All right. Well, if you uh, any, you know, Michelle is the one to talk to. If you have any questions about uh, traveling, especially in 2017, now is a great time to start looking at rates and planning out trips. And uh, with all that you guys have done, she is a great resource on knowing what to do and where to go, and uh, especially the best audibles when it comes to rope dropping. I love that you guys actually called an audible and used that term, in fact, uh, you diehard Husker fans. Uh, it so, is football season. It, it is. So I can just see you guys throwing signals to each other and knowing uh, what you're saying. So uh, You know, I'm not sure I heard everything she said. It was more hand signals, yes. Uh, which is a little frightening. That uh, you made it to the same out. place. Mm-hmm. And alive. Uh, yep. And at times, at those rope drops, Toy Story, Test Track, and the Mine Train, you're not sure if you're going to make it alive. There's a point where you're pretty confident there is nothing worth this, and just slow down and let the crazy go past you. And you know what? You'll be on the ride five minutes after them. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Yep. So that's, uh, I'm glad you made it back safe and sound. And, uh, Next week, we'll talk about my uh, one, basically one-and-a-half-day trip to just California Adventure. So where you did a million parks, I do one. <laughs> so, uh, which, uh, there you go. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, this kind of with Doug's. Uh, thank you for listening to Doug's kind of trip report. Next week, we'll talk mine. And then stay tuned here in two weeks for our Star Wars special where we review uh, Rogue One. So thank you again for listening. Follow us on Facebook. Twitter, like our pages, share our stories, check out some of the old things that we've done. And most of all, we're just so thankful for all of you, our listeners, and keep downloading Rope Drop Radio.